Being that it is Mother's Day, I want to say just a few brief words this morning before I have uh, my wife come up. And uh, we have some special music also that we're going to be having for you. Uh, we live in a day and age where there's so many competing terms and ideas and definitions of what a mother really is. And it isn't that difficult to understand or discern, especially when you look to the Word of God and uh, what God's Word says about moms and about a mother. But what I want to do this morning is to uh, look at uh, what, I, what I read about, uh, just a, a portion of something that I thought was interesting. It's by uh, an RN named Jillian Robinson, and she, she wrote about some things concerning uh, what a mom is, and I'm sure taking some experiences from her life. She said, Mother, Mama, Mommy, or just plain Mom, are just some of the names for the woman in your life that will help raise you and love you unconditionally forever and always. A mother is the female parent who knows your deep, dark secrets and can also embarrass you in front of all your friends at any given time. I, I think back about my childhood, boy. I tell you what, my mom's in heaven right now. She's probably laughing at me. Moms come in all shapes and sizes, and there is no best mom. There is also no perfect mom, nor is there the cookie-cutter diagram of what a mother should be. A mother endures the good, the bad, and the ugly from their children, their husbands, and always hands out hugs and kisses. They are the rock and the support throughout the good and the bad times in your life. A mommy will always hold you near and dear while wiping away your tears. A mama will always kiss your owies and make your smile. A mother will try and take all your pain and sorrow away and make them hers. A mother is a caregiver, an unconditional love giver, a housekeeper, a cooker, a baker, a taxi driver, a psychologist, a psychiatrist, psychoanalyst, and a doctor and a discipliner. And I'm sure I left some stuff out. They are the ones who bear the burden of everything good and bad as the days grow on. They are the ones who might get left behind as they do so much. They don't get as much appreciation as they should. So this morning... We want to take time to appreciate all of our mothers here today. Thank you, thank you, thank you so very much for all that you do for us. Praise God. So let's give moms a great appreciation here this morning. Thank you, moms. Praise the Lord. Well, this morning we're going to be blessed by a group this morning who comes from our New Harvest Christian School, our youth choir. So come on, let's give it up for them as they make their way. They're going to bless us with some music. Hi, my name is Amaris. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. I just want to thank you for being so faithful. 
Hi, my name is Leanna. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. I want to thank you for always being so giving. Hi, my name is Julianne. Happy Mother's Day, Mama. Um, I just want to say thank you for always being there for me no matter what. Hi, my name is Trinity. Happy Mother's Day, Mom, and thank you for being the strong woman that you are. We want to take this time to thank our mothers for never looking back in the past, but trusting God with their future.
Happy Mother's Day! On this day, we take the time to show appreciation and love to the many women in our lives who have given us so much. Mothers, grandmothers, sisters, aunts, and dear friends. These women mean the world to us. Caring and loving, they give unselfishly, love unconditionally, and they are often the glue that holds a family together. Today, we honor a significant woman in our lives. She is a wife, a mother, a grandmother, a sister, and she's our pastor's wife, Sister Nancy Salazar. At a young age, God had a plan to use her life tremendously. She married and became a wife and then a mother to three children. Supporting her husband in all things, they answered the call to pastor, and she became our beloved pastor's wife. Her deep desire to raise up the next generation in the things of God is evident by all the ministries that are implemented to support our children. From infancy through the teen years, there is a ministry provided for the nurturing and guiding of our children. Sister Nancy is actively involved and supportive in each and every one of them. Her passion for the young led her to open up a school where children could be educated, safe, and most importantly, taught godly principles and the word. Sister Nancy is passionate in teaching women. She imparts wisdom to women young and old, married and single, helping us to become good wives, mothers, and godly women. She is deeply devoted to the support of marriages and family. For all of this, we are deeply grateful and thank you for the dedication to all of us who serve with you. Proverbs 31, 25, and 26 says it best. Strength and honor are her clothing. She shall rejoice in the time to come. She opens her mouth with wisdom, and on her tongue is the law of kindness. Sister Nancy, we honor and treasure you for the influence you have been in shaping our lives as believers. You are much loved and appreciated. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Amen. My beautiful wife, 52 years, and uh, being a mom, praise God, and a grandma. And I guarantee you, she has been my support system all these years. Praise God. Love you, baby. Thank you so much. Really appreciate everybody. And, you know, uh, I said to the first crowd that without all of you and all of us and all the, the women especially, none of this could have been accomplished. So it's all of us working together, and I love you. Thank you. Uh, I was laughing at that first picture because that's my kindergarten picture. And I always remember um, my parts crooked. And I rem my mom had a bunch of kids, and I think by the time I was in kindergarten, she was on her fourth child. So um, I remember I came home, and I told her, Mom, it was picture day today. And she goes, Oh, no, Miha, I forgot all about you, and I didn't comb your hair. And I told her, don't worry, Mom, it was perfect. I did it myself. 
So when the pictures came, it's all crooked and everything else. And then as I grew up, I went, I was so proud of myself. <laughs> but, um, oh, that's right. I have a video. So can you play that now? Thank you. I'm so bored. I wish I had something to do. <sighs> Thanks for letting me sleep in, kids. If you make a mess in the kitchen, please let me know so I can clean it up. Raising kids is so easy. I just love driving around all day. Oh, I never have to repeat myself. They always listen so carefully. Oh, look. An empty box of cereal. Love it. Just wipe it on your sleeve. It's pretty cold, but you don't need a coat. Oh, you don't have to push in your chair. Don't make your bed, you're just gonna sleep in it again later. I think I'll skip the coffee today. You know, these throw pillows look way better on the floor. I'm really not that busy. Well, you haven't showered in three days, but I think you smell great. We do have food at home, but let's just go out to eat. Just brush your teeth whenever you feel like it. Here, take my phone charger and go put it in your room. Oh, just leave your dirty dishes on the counter. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, let's all pull on our phones. Youth sports are so cheap. Braces are so cheap. School fees are so cheap. Hey, can you come crawl in bed with me around 2 a.m.? Thanks. Okay, I just spent two hours making dinner, but if you don't like it, that's fine. Just let me know and I'll make you something else. Don't even bother looking for that. I'm sure it's lost and gone forever. Can somebody please throw something at my head? I mean, I can keep track of every single one of your things. I get a ton of sleep. I get a ton of gratitude from my children. I get a ton of unsolicited help with the housework. Oh, you don't have to hurry up. We're gonna be right on time. Can someone please throw something at the TV? Thanks for doing the laundry, everyone. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Can you use your outside voice? Ah! Fight, fight, fight! The floor of this vehicle is so clean, I can't believe it. Oh, good. Another trip to the grocery store today. Let's go. Somebody want to come use the bathroom while I'm in here? I don't think any of us can identify with that. Um, this morning, I'm going to just, I'm not going to teach or preach, but just go over the story of uh, Sarah and Hagar. There's something in there that is a baby Christian. I couldn't understand. In fact, it got me extremely mad. So I'm going to start first with Genesis 16, 1 to 5. And um, what's going on in this part is that Sarah is very upset because she could not conceive a child from Abraham. And she had an Egyptian maid, and her name was Hagar. So she felt God wasn't letting her have a baby. So she told Abraham, go ahead and sleep with my maid, Hagar. And she felt like now she can have children that she could cuddle and enjoy. So what ended up happening is that Hagar started to disrespect Sarah. And she started treating her as if she was worthless because she had a baby and Sarah didn't. So uh, Sarah went, she complained to Abraham, 
And he gave his wife, Sarah, complete power over Hagar and uh, told her, do whatever you want to do to uh, your maid so that she'll stop doing what she's doing to you. So that was it, boy. Sarah treated her so, so bad. She probably beat her. She probably did everything she could do because the Bible records that what happened was that Sarah, um, excuse me, Hagar, just became miserable, miserable. Um, in Hebrew law, it forbids you to sell your maids. So uh, Sarah just had to keep her there. But what happened is Hagar took off. She fled into the wilderness, and while she was in the wilderness, an angel came up to her and said, Hagar. And then he goes on to call her Sarah's maid. Now, if I was Hagar at that point, I would have been so mad, like, do not call me her maid. I'm not Sarah's maid. I'm in the wilderness by myself, and I'm nobody's maid. But the angel called her Sarah's maid and went on to say, what are you doing, and where are you going? And Hagar said, I'm running from my mistress, Sarah. So the next thing that happens, this is what got me annoyed. Because in Genesis 16:9, it says, the angel says, is now talking to Hagar, go back to your mistress. Go back to her and submit yourself under her authority. And I thought, for what? So she could beat her? So she could kill her? That just really, really annoyed me that here this angel is telling her to go back. So as a mom, you may be taking a beating physically, mentally, or emotionally at times in things in your home. But in Genesis 10, it goes on to say, the angel goes on and tells her that her seed will multiply exceedingly. So off, you know, she went back because the angel had told her that. But see, your father in heaven is going to multiply your seed greatly. He sees the things that we go through as a mom as, as a wife, uh, when our kids are little, we're busy with them. And me, like everyone else said, I can't wait for them to turn 18. And there is the door. And I don't have to mess with them anymore. Uh, you young mothers, I hate to tell you this, it gets worse. It's the start. In fact, you'll be running to their homes to rescue your grandbabies. But um, that's what happened. And um, when times are bad, all I want to tell the mothers is don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give in. And the reason why, because... 
you know, I, I remember when I got saved, uh, I was just like an overgrown teenager, I kid you not. I was 25 years old, and, you know, Richard and I were taking courses at uh, Pasadena College, and on weekends, you know, we were at the nightclub, and, you know, all on Saturday morning, I was watching Soul Train to get my little steps together. And, you know, I live for that. You know, I'm working all week just for that. You know, and when, you know, right here in, in the Word, it says how the angel came to her. You know, it wasn't, I'm sure the angel wasn't sweet and nice and all this and that because when I got saved, I didn't see an angel, I didn't hear an angel, but it was talking to me. And God just showed me. He said, Nancy, you think you're so good. Because I had five brothers that were bad. I mean, they were bad. They got into everything. They did everything. They were disrespectful. And I, I thought I was good because I wasn't like them. But right there and then, I was coming from work. I was sitting on the bus. And I remember just saying, God, if you're really real, if there's really a God in heaven, I just told him, show me. And I can't even explain what happened. I'll just say he zapped me. <laughs> and I, I don't know what happened. All I knew was that somebody touched me, and it had to have been God. And when I came off the bus, I remember walking across the street, and Richard and I uh, own these apartments, and I could see them, and I just thought, he's going to leave me because I'll never be the same. I knew I was never, ever going to go back. So I just want to encourage you in Christ and also to tell you a story. Uh, years ago, this man must have been in his, uh, well, born in the 30s, and he was saying how he went to World War II, and he fought, and his uh, ship, I believe it, ported in New York, and he's coming off the ship, and all the sailors, or whatever they were, were coming out, and they're all happy, and meeting up with the wives, and meeting up with the family, and they're all excited about being back. And he's walking. He had been wounded. And there's, there was nobody there to greet him. And he was really sad. And he was feeling sorry for himself. And then all of a sudden, he said that he started thinking. And he started hearing God and praying. And God just told him, he says, Bert, you're not home yet. He said, when you get home, you're going to get rewarded for everything that you've gone through. And you know, we may not get a thank you from our kids. <laughs> we may not get a thank you from our husband when we really had a bad day. And I don't know if you're like me, but when I have a bad day, I just tell myself, Nancy, just shut up because nobody cares and maybe they've had a bad day.
But you know what? God sees everything, and he cares, and he loves us, and keeps serving him. And right now, I just, uh, Christina's going to come up. And I want to let you know that uh, I really admire Christina for all that she's done. She's an amazing woman, and we're so blessed to have her. That was a great word, um, Sister Nancy. Um, awesome job to the girls from New Harvest Christian School for that choir song. Today we honor moms for all they do. Let's give moms a hand clap. I want to do something I forgot to do during the first service. If you're a mom, can you stand up? Mom or grandma, can you stand up? Let's give them a hand. Awesome job, ladies. And I want to do something else. If you're um, the child of one of these moms, or if you're a child and your mom's not here, um, and you're a result of your mom or your grandmother's prayers, can you please stand? Moms, look at this. The biggest legacy that we could leave to our children is teaching them about Jesus so one day they will have their own relationship with him. Train your children and your grandchildren to love and honor God. In Deuteronomy 6, 1 through 11, Moses was implying to keep God, number one, and teach your children to, and you will be blessed, and so will they. Read that scripture when you get a chance. Um, one, uh, one thing that I shared during the first service is I was, wanted to say Happy Mother's Day to my mom. Um, my mom came to this church when I was three years old. I didn't share all of this for service, but I'm going to share it now. Um, my dad had went into the men's home. And um, my mom started to come in, coming to church here, and she just kept coming. And I was three years old, and I'll be 40 this year. God has used her in my life to teach me audacious faith. She always believed God that there was going to be a check in the mail because she's a single mom. She believed God for everything, and she taught me to believe God for everything. And I want to say thank you, Mom, for that. I was sharing that oftentimes, um, oftentimes my husband will be preaching, and she'll tell people around here, um, I prayed for him, I prayed for him. And she did. I'm going to share with you, when I was about four years old, um, my mom had gotten saved when I was three, and she was radically saved, you know, and we would all pray around her bed, like, like seriously, like the pictures of the kids on their knees with their hands like this. And I remember looking at the clock, but I remember always um, her saying, God, I pray for her husband. I pray for her future husband. I remember being a child, like, I'm a kid, I'm a kid. 
but she prayed for my husband, and God blessed me with a godly man. The greatest contribution, um, Andy Stanley wrote this, the greatest contribution to the kingdom of God may not be something you do, but someone that you raise. I wanted to share something. Um, I didn't always, I didn't always choose to serve. I was raised in the things of God, but I made a choice to serve God when I was 15 years old. And I had that opportunity to serve God. I got to a point where I was a little lost. You know, I was in the public school, and I was going through some really tough things. And I remember making a choice to serve God, and um, God radically changed my life. You know, she raised me in the things of God, and because of that, I had my mom, but I had so many godly women in this church I had my supervisor from my school, Mrs. Bowie. I had my Mishnet teacher, Auntie Kat. I had so many women, many of you women that I'm not mentioning, who imparted into my life. A lot of who I am is because of prayers. A lot of who I am is from this church and the ministries that came from this church that God um, used in my life. I wanted to share with you, if your children are not here um, serving God, you know, maybe you've prayed for them and they're not where you think they're, that they should be. Keep declaring that by faith that their purposes will be fulfilled. Don't give up on your prayers. I watched my mom pray for my sister who's now serving God. Many may not know this, but when I stopped believing, my mom kept believing. She will serve God. She will serve God. She will serve God. I was talking to a young girl today, and she was saying that her father served the Lord. And um, he went on to be with the Lord. And her, her brother, who wasn't saved, he was actually an atheist. And, and she's here. I hope she doesn't mind me sharing this. But when her dad went to be with the Lord... After that, he got saved, the son. And, and there's many, many, many stories, many stories in, in, from people, you know, from people, real people. You know, we have the word of God that helps us as moms, but we also, God gives us the word of our testimony. And so many women in this church have stories, you know, where God, um, Brother Manny was sharing on Wednesday, you know, how God, his grandma prayed that they would be saved. You know, I got to lead my grandmother to the Lord, you know, and God's just been so, so, so faithful. You keep praying for your children. You keep praying for those loved ones that maybe you've lost hope with and declare God's purposes of their life. As God does something in their life, you know, sometimes, um, sometimes you don't see things, but God's working it out. I remember my mom was a single mom, and we were pretty, like, you know, three girls, like, wow. <laughs> I have one teenage girl and a little one, um, but there were three of us, you know, all close in age. And I remember she was a single mom, but God was her helper. There's so many times where I was not serving God, and she would find, like, letters that I wrote. Or I remember one time I wasn't supposed to dye my hair, and I left it in the, in the shower. God would expose her to me. 
You know, God would expose her to me. And I believe that her prayers led all the right people to me. You know, I always tell moms, you pray that God would lead them to the people who can reach them. Sometimes it's not you, but God put those people in my children's life who can reach my children. (laughs) Decree and declare over their life that their purpose will be fulfilled. It's not always... You're not always going to be perfect, Mom, and your kids won't be perfect, but God is perfect. (laughs) I, I read this about a good mom. A good mom, okay? A good mom has bad days and good days and overwhelming days and perfect days and trying days, and super mom days, and just being a mom days, and a whole lot of real and crazy motherhood days. Can you say amen, moms? (laughs) I currently have teenagers and toddlers, so I'm like real, like in the mom business right now. God uses even our mistakes, like even our mistakes to... um, to, to bring out his glory. You know, the Bible says in Proverbs 8, 28, that he works all things for the good to those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Um, the other day I did a mom mistake. We bought this refrigerator, um, sorry, refrigerator, a dryer. We bought a dryer when we moved into our house because ours didn't fit. And my husband bought it, and he had told, the guy had told him, don't turn the, you know, the dryer with your hand or you're going to break it. And he told me, do not turn that dryer with your hand or you're going to break it. But I'm a mom who serves God. I wanted to share this at Paradigm Central. (laughs) On um, probably about a month ago on a Sunday, he didn't know this at the time, but um, I was looking for something in the dryer and I turned it. And And then I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not supposed to turn it. So I turned it on, and it was broken. And God worked all things through the good. Listen to this. (laughs) Our dryer was so, like, our dryer was so loud. It was, like, unnerving, asked my family. So, so, so loud, this dryer. And I had told my husband, we had went to Home Depot and paid, like, $700 for a dryer. And I'm a praying mommy, okay? I'm a mommy serving God. He works things out. We went to pay. We put the money down, but the dryer couldn't come till May. Well, what happened was we have a home warranty because we just bought our home. The guy came to fix our um, dryer, and he fixed it. Like, he fixed it. Like, it's, it's a silence dryer. I read it after that loud dryer is a silence dryer. He fixed the dryer. Like, he fixed um, the dryer. It, it's no longer loud. You know, he told me if there's any problems within the next, I was like, are you sure, sure, sure that you fixed it? After he fixed it, I told my husband, I turned the dryer. <laughs> God works all things for the good. He's there for you, moms. He's there for you. He's there for you. I have my days. I, trust me, I have my days. Um, I was reading these funny stories, and this mom, and it means nothing to my children, but this mom was, um, 
was reading, um, she found out her, her daughter's name meant peace. I was just talking to my students in my classroom at the school here about what your names mean and, and how I was explaining how names have meaning. And this mom was reading that her child's, her daughter's name meant peace. And she said she laughed so hard that she cried. <laughs> She's probably a teenager. <laughs> Just God, God has been so faithful and so good. And you moms, God's got your back. Like he shows me it all the time. You keep praying for your children. Know that the biggest investment that you can make in their life is, is not sports. It's not all these things that the world has to offer. It's not the best shoes. It's not the best, best clothes. It's Jesus. My life is living proof that Jesus made all the difference. Everything that I have, everything that I have in my life, everything that I have in my home, everything that I am, every, everything that I am, everything. Like if you say you're good at this, it's Jesus. If you say I'm good at that, it's Jesus. Your family's blessed, it's Jesus. It's Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. So the best thing that you can do as a mom is leave your family Jesus. And I want to say um, happy Mother's Day also to my mother-in-law. Thank you for raising an amazing young man. My husband, Pastor Dan. I, my daughter, we were telling her, um, we were telling her yesterday because she was acting up in the car. You know, we have many of those. Um, and she was acting up, and my kids were trying to tell her, um, it's Mother's Day, Joy. Like, she's two. It's Mother's Day, Joy. Be good. It's Mother's Day. And she was all mad. It's not Mother's Day. It's Joy's Day. <laughs> Isn't that how kids are? <laughs> I was reading, like, if you're a mom of toddlers, that Mother's Day is really probably an hour and, like, 20 minutes, like, their nap time. <laughs> mom's a toddler. But I thank God for giving me my children. I thank God um, for my mom bringing me to church here. I thank God all I ever wanted, people wanted, like, would say, what do you want to be when you grow up? Like, what do you want to do? And I always said, I want to be a wife and I want to be a mom. Like, that's what I want. I'm not, I'm not, I don't want these big things. I want to be a wife and a mom, and God has blessed me. Happy Mother's Day to all you moms. Um, Good job, good job. You know, keep praying for your children, believing God um, for their lives, and he is faithful. God bless. Amen. Let's give it up for all the mothers here today, all those who are not here with us. Wow. I was laughing so hard, and <laughs> I was waiting for so many punchlines to come with those stories that I'm glad she didn't say, so, yeah, that she could have used. I was laughing hard at that, at that video that was showed earlier, because I was telling my wife, I said, wow, that's everything, those things, that video of all the things moms wouldn't say are all things that dads would say. <laughs> I remember one time, I remember one time, because uh, uh, I had mentioned telling your kids to wear coats, um, and I remember one time I, 
my son was probably about maybe seven or eight years old, and it was pretty cool outside. And so um, he, didn't, he didn't have a jacket on, and I, you know, had him. I said, I, I said don't worry. Real men don't get cold. <laughs> and so a little while after, right, fast forward a couple hours, and poor boy is shivering. Like he's, you know, he's right next to me, and he's shivering. And I look at him, and he goes, he goes, real men don't get cold, right, Dad? <laughs> I said, man, boy, put on a jacket. Come on. Jeez. <laughs> but it's funny because, you know, it's, it's very true. <laughs> I think about moms and, and how, it, how it is so closely shows us God's love. So closely shows us. I can't think of any better example or illustration to give to you and I than a mom's love. I think of the selflessness. Selflessness. I can think of many, many instances where, where my wife will, will order food and she'll give her food to our babies because the babies want what she has. And how many know a father won't do that, right? <laughs> you won't see a dad doing that. <laughs> he'll, be like, he'll be like, man, you should have ordered what you wanted in the first place. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> And I think of the selflessness, because only, only a mom would do that. Only a mom would go without what she wanted and give it to her kids. You know, I think of the, the unconditional love that a mom has for her kids. You know, even, even, if, they're, even if her kids look nothing like her and all like the dad, she'll still love them. That's unconditional love. <laughs> she won't treat them poorly. <laughs> I just think, you know, God has a sense of humor. God has a sense of humor. <laughs> but I think of the unconditional love, and I think, of, I think of a mom. You know, when I think of God's love, I think of a mom. I really honestly do. Because it's the closest thing, too. And this is God's love for you and I. The love that a mother shows. It doesn't even have to be taught. It's just natural. It's a natural love for her children. It's a natural love to just give and to give and to give. It's natural for her to love unconditionally. Right? You could, you know, you could rob a bank, you know, beat the clerk, you know, you know rob the security guard. And you'd be on the news, and what's your mom going to say? Oh, he's such a good boy. <laughs> right? It's unconditional. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> but that's a mom. And whenever you think of a mom's love, you have to think of God. It has to be a constant reminder to you and I. Whenever, whenever you forget, you know, that, 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 that God does love you, that God does care about you, think of, think of a mother's love. Let it, let it bring you back. Let it, let it bring back some, some memories of yours that draws you closer to a better understanding of God's love for you and I. Because that's exactly, that's exactly what God wants to show you and I. He shows it through mothers. 
This morning, I want everyone to bow their heads and close their eyes.